I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. So tell me about LifePod. Well, LifePod is is really the uh, culmination of uh, a lot of hard work and uh, the dedication of the LifePod team to this idea that we should take the state-of-the-art technology and make it work for seniors as they're aging in their own home so that they literally don't have to do anything but talk to it. I can use LifePod to proactively ask questions, give reminders, make suggestions to my elderly parent in their home, and all they have to do is just talk to it. We've also got a small but growing group of caregivers for uh, younger adults with special needs who are using it successfully uh, with them to get them grounded, to give them a steady source of information. This user group has been using it for a year or two, and we only launched, you know, last week. So, so we know deep down what it can mean not only for the person who's talking to it, the care recipient, who's frequently an elderly parent living in their own home, frequently alone, but also how much it means to the caregiver who sets it up and can personalize it as much as they want to and need to. LifePod is a perfect addition to the Holiday Board of Director email communique series because the concept is let's all sit down as a family and talk about things to help keep our loved one living at home safer, longer, better, stronger. Walk me through an average day in the life of our loved one with the LifePod in the house. I can do that easily because I've got two loved ones that are using it and have been using it for a year or more. Um, One of them is my mother-in-law and another one's her best friend. Uh, And the mother-in-law wants... Uh, my my wife wants, actually, we put the first routine is generally the sort of morning check-in, and then there's usually one in the evening that is really on, it's, it's on the caregiver's behalf, because my wife says, you know, a routine that says, good morning, Carol, this is LifePod, how did you sleep last night? Or later in the morning, it might say, good morning, Carol, this is LifePod, Lisa would like to know if you'd like to call her, her to call you today. There's sort of a check-in on behalf of the caregiver that can be worded in any way that the caregiver thinks is going to be the easiest for the care recipient to answer. And then they put a tag on there that says, uh, if she says she didn't sleep well or doesn't feel well or does want Lisa to call her, then I want you to send me a text message right away. And so we've got one of those for my mother-in-law, another one that's a little different that says, a reminder that says, Carol, don't forget to put your feet up because she's developed a little bit of edema, swelling in her ankles. Don't forget to put the feet up with your chair by pressing the button that says sit on it. Because my my mother-in-law has Alzheimer's, so she forgets that the chair can do that and that she should put it up. Then we've added to that a little check-up, check-in about 10 minutes later that says, did you press the sit button yet? 
And then when she says, no, she didn't, we get a little reminder that uh, via text that says she didn't do that. And then we put in other little reminders like uh, it's 11.45. It's, uh, you know, you might want to go down to lunch now. There are other users who frequently ask something like, um, have you had a second cup of water? Or if you like tea, you know, have you had a second cup of tea this afternoon because you know you need to hydrate? And then if they say, yes, I have had my second cup of tea, you give them positive encouragement with the LifePod dialogue that says, that's great. That means you're hydrating. And we all know how important that is. What's the process of setting up this customized messaging system? So we have what we call the caregiver portal. And it's a in-the-cloud portal. We've really been optimizing it over the past two or three years. And so it's very, very easy to use. And it greets you with a dashboard. And the dashboard says, first tell what care recipient you want to configure because you can have more than one care recipient using a LifePod. And then once you picked it, it says, here are their routines. Uh, do you want to add a, a check-in that asks them a question? Like, uh, how did you sleep last night? Or have you taken your medication yet? Or do you want to add them uh, at a reminder, like it's your son's birthday, or don't forget to take your meds, or don't forget you've got an appointment with your doctor today at three, that doesn't ask a question or demand a response, it's just a reminder. Or you do want to provide them with a question about accessing streaming content, like music, news, or weather. And all of those have in them, if you choose one, like a medication reminder, have a pre-configured template that pops up if you click on it and says, okay, just set the time, set how many days a week, set whether it's once a year, once a month, once a week, once a day, uh, set the time of day, and then look at these words that we've already set up. So it would might say, uh, good morning, we will always say, good morning, Carol, if it's morning, or good afternoon, Carol, if it's afternoon. It'll always say, good morning, Carol, this is LifePod. And then it says, it shows you right there what it's going to speak after that. Like for a medication reminder, it would say, um, don't forget to take your two little red pills after breakfast. And then um, it does. if it's a reminder, it doesn't have any other place for you to customize it. But you could change that to read exactly what you want it to read. I mean, you could put anything you want in there, which is really wonderful from the point of view of personalizing how it talks to that, that care recipient. And what happens is, what we found happens, is the care recipient hears that, and they don't think of LifePod as this inanimate, you know, talking smart speaker, they think of it as their caregiver because they know that the caregiver set it up because the caregiver used words that only the caregiver would know. What we stress uh, is this concept of trigger words or words that are meaningful to that person who's going to hear it because it's been personalized by the caregiver. And it's comfort of your words that they're used to that even though yes. it's a Google's uh, warm voice, they're hearing your message. Exactly. And because you can type whatever you want into a message about medication, because they use words that only the family knows, it, it really just makes a connection. What's the breadth of purposes that people are 
telling you they're using it for. It seems like it's amazingly personalizable to a particular person from a particular family. Right. Almost everybody puts in some healthy living reminders, whether it's behavioral or medicine related, like, did you take your pills when you're supposed to? People very frequently put in something that's sort of a a customized check-in. That's the caregiver saying, are you okay? And you can say it in so many different ways. Like I said, my, my wife's first thought was, you know, I always feel a little guilty if I don't call my mom every day. But now I can just ask her if she needs me to call her. And then, you know, unless she says she does, I won't feel guilty. So everybody puts in one or two things that really function as a check-in. And then uh, everybody, almost everybody puts in reminders about events. The senior living facilities love that capability. And they, they are testing with us the idea of broadcasting to multiple people with a life pod who belong to the bridge club, right? You know, we want, you need to be down in the, down in the, the uh, bridge club room uh, in 15 minutes. You have an appointment where an in-person caregiver is coming. And that's where people link a reminder with a, with a check-in. And then the ones that are critical are, are, are the personal reminders that are only the family cares about, which is, you know, your loved one, your son or your grandson has a birthday today. Um, you, you don't, don't forget to call them. Uh, you know, some people would ask us, and, and when we first started testing this, they would say, hey, give me that reminder five days in advance because I still like to send a card. And this could be used to help remind your loved one about their medication schedule. Exactly. Everybody does that who needs that kind of reminding. When we did our big pilot beta test with Commonwealth Carolinians here in Massachusetts, they put a life pod in the homes of 50 what they call dual eligibles, meaning every one of their patients is on Medicaid and Medicare and has multiple chronic conditions. One of the people we, we installed it with and told them what it could do you could see them just relax because they no longer had to try and remember out of their desk full of medicines, you know, which medicine they should take when. Can multiple family caregivers customize LifePod? Absolutely. I could have a bunch of caregivers taking care of a bunch of care recipients because they're professionals and they take care, they share, you know, support for many care recipients or because many people in a family have many relatives who need who have a life pod, but separately, or I could have one family caregiver take care of one parent, like my my wife, Lisa, generally takes care of her mom, Uh, or uh, I could have, uh, or a caregiving team, like a family, take care of one care recipient, like a parent, and there's always got to be a primary caregiver, but we could, you could have almost as many other care customizers as you want, and they can even customize which routines or which answers to routines get alerted to them. Care customizer. I like that. You invented a new phrase. (laughs) That's the part that's so great about it. We say there's three things that this is able to do. It's proactive, so I can actually care for somebody else as opposed to just using it for myself. It's uh, personalizable, as you just said a minute ago, and it's holistic care. It's not just your medicine. It's not a medical nag. It's also your behavioral, your social, your emotional trigger points or things that help you get through the day. And just by talking to you, 
it contributes to you not feeling as lonely or disconnected. You have an ability to have this in someone's house where they feel like they're interacting with behind the system somebody who cares makes a great deal of difference. It, that's what we're finding, Gary. That's exactly right. How much does LifePod cost? For now, we don't charge anything for the little iHome clock radio that supports LifePod proactive and reactive voice functionality. All the customer has to do is sign up for a subscription. And if they don't want to sign up for a, a six-month or 12-month subscription, they can sign up to pay month-to-month. And the initial month-to-month cost is $49 a month. If they sign up for six months, I think it works out to $42 a month. And if they sign up for a year, I think it averages to $36 a month. That's very reasonable. Where can, where can people purchase LifePod? They will be able to get LifePods from some business partners who are uh, like a senior living facility called Wingate that's going to be giving it to their residents uh, as part of their being residents. Uh, there's a home care provider. I told you about the home health care provider that we're working with who's going to be rolling out 500 of these. But if they just want to buy it for their family, they just go to LifePod.com and order it right there. What's the one most important piece of advice you'd like to share with family caregivers? A lot of older adults don't want to be a burden to their children. And so what we've found is some older adults, when you ask them, would you like something that would be proactive and able to talk to you during the day, uh, they, they might say, no, I don't need that, or, you know, I don't think I'd like that or something. And what we've been able to show with one after another of the people who've tested it and now one after another of the people who are, are buying or purchasing a subscription is actually that resistance dissipates almost immediately for the reasons that I've tried to explain. We know that their child loves them. And so if their child says, look, I'd just like you to try this. Let's just set it up and see how it goes. That's the piece of advice I'd give is just give it a try.